Hi, and welcome to the Manifest More Magic podcast. I am your host, Janet Z. I am a breakthrough and manifestation coach. We are here to have the deep and healing conversations to let go of what is no longer serving us and manifest more magic into our life. Welcome to my very first podcast episode. This episode is actually very vulnerable for me to share, but I feel like I've done a lot of healing work around this and I'm happy that I'm finally able to share my story and talk about it. In this episode, we talk about grief. We talk about mental illness. We talk about my experience with my friend, passing away by suicide. And I also talk about my experience with my own suicidal thoughts as well. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you for listening. It's September, 2021. September is Suicide Awareness Month. And I'm just feeling drawn to talk about my experience with mental health and my experience with suicide and kind of when it was first introduced into my life and when I started to become aware of it. So let's go back about six years, six years ago. Lauren and I have been together for about six months, about six months at this time. And one of my good friends went missing. He was missing for about six days. And I was really close to him because he was my ex-boyfriend. We dated for about two years. So when I found out he was missing, I was a little bit nervous because it's like he's, he's kind of talked to me about his depression and his thoughts and what he was experiencing. But I feel like I was just so naive then. I didn't fully understand what he was going through or what he was saying. So when I found out he was missing, it did make me really nervous. I kind of just had this like gut feeling like, oh my goodness, like what if the worst happened? But I still like was trying to stay positive, trying to make sure that, you know, I'm just going to be hopeful. And then I was having a really hard week. This was the week that I started me and Lauren moved in together and I started a new job that week. And this is the same week that he's missing too. So I feel like it was just so many emotions hitting me at once. It was such a, like a beautiful week with Lauren, but also such a hard week with him being missing too at the same time. So Lauren is just so amazing. He's trying to support me in all of this. He's trying to be there for me and, they found my ex-boyfriend's car. Like they found his car randomly parked somewhere. So they knew that they were probably going to find him close. So I'm obviously stressed out that day and Lauren's just trying to help me feel a little bit better. So he like, we go out to sushi. We go out to dinner and I'm with me. It's me, Lauren, and my sister. We get some food. We have some good conversations, but obviously I'm still stressed. And I hear Lauren's phone get a text and I can just see like 
I still remember of him like kind of getting his, getting his phone and kind of moving it to the side because he didn't want me to see yet. But I knew what it was and I took his phone and there's a text that they found his body and that he's, he committed suicide. And I just remember in that moment, like I'm literally paying for the check at the restaurant because I was, I was taking more now and my sister was there too. And I just wanted to go have a good time. But I just remember I was paying for the check. The server was right by me. And then I, I see the text at the same time too, that they found his body. And it's just like, everything becomes like almost as if I'm underwater and the, um, world around me just slows down. And I just give the server my card. I get the car keys and I just, I'm walking through the restaurant and then I get to our truck and I just close the door. And that's just when I just lost it. Like that's just when it hit me like a ton of bricks. And that's when it became a reality. Like I was just so like trying to be so helpful that week, but then they found his body. He was already gone. And that was the first time that someone so close to me passed away. And it was by, it was by suicide. There's just so many questions running through my head at this time. I remember my, sister is right behind me. She followed me and she's in the the truck with me. And then after Lauren comes out and he's out in the truck and he's just so amazing. And he's just there holding me as I'm crying, as I'm sobbing. And then we go back to Lauren's place where he's living. And I have some siblings reach out to me and we're all in a circle and we're talking about memories of him and things. And there was a time where we were just playing songs and we we're just playing some songs as I was laying on Lauren's lap, just crying. And I just remember feeling so like torn, but also so grateful and blessed that Lauren's there is, and he's holding me. And that I feel safe enough to grieve about an ex-boyfriend. Like we weren't, we haven't, when he passed away, we haven't been together for like over a year. Like we've talked here and there. I think we've been broken up for a year at that point and or a year and a half. But we were best friends before we started dating. And then we kind of still remained friends a little bit after dating, but. It was a really interesting type of grief to experience. To be grieving an ex, but also having Lauren hold me. I'm just really grateful that I had a safe space too. And I'm so happy that my siblings were there, being there, were there for me as I was crying. Like, I just felt so held. So a year goes by after his death and I've dealt with my own grief and my own sadness of just grief coming in waves. Like 
talking to Lauren about it, but also feeling like I couldn't talk about it. Like I didn't want to hurt him. But every time I talked about it with Lauren, he was so, so open about it. But I still, I felt like I was dealing with it, a lot of it alone because I was with the love of my life, but I was also grieving an ex. It's just an interesting place of grief to be. Especially, like, I want to jump back to, like, his funeral. Like, I'm at his funeral. I know him so well. But it's like I'm just sitting there in the in the crowd. Not, like, having anything to say or talk about his life, even though I knew so much about him. But a year after his passing, I feel like that's when I first really experienced my own low with depression mental health, and I started having my own suicidal thoughts. And with these suicidal thoughts, it's like, it's just, when you're at a crossroads, like in depression or suicide, like whether you're deciding to stay or go, it's such a hard situation to be in for me. Because for me, I wanted to live, but oh, what if I what if I really did decide not to? What if I decided to go? I have that choice, right? So it's kind of, it's such a, it was such a hard place for me to be in because it's like I wanted to improve my life, but I didn't. I didn't fully improve because what if I decided to leave? It's just so hard because my energy is going in so many directions. It's like, do I fully go into this? thing that will improve my life. Mm, I don't know if I want to because I still might go. What's the point if this is all going to fall away? And you know, like I mentioned earlier, suicide and depression is so different for so many people. It's so unique between each person. And for me, it was more of what if I committed suicide? What if I did? Would my friends miss me? Would my family miss me? Would I make their life better if I wasn't here? Am I just a burden to them? Am I too much? You know, those type of thoughts. And it was more of a what if and just thinking about it constantly if I did or how easy it would be to in a way. And then I had a short period of time where it went from what if I'm going to do it to, oh, I'm actually going to do it. I think I'm really going to. And it was, it's weird because it wasn't really that heavy of a thought. I mean, it was, but not it in the moment, it didn't feel too heavy. It kind of felt like a relief because it was like I kind of made a decision that I was going to. And then... I like started thinking about my family and my siblings, especially of how if they were in my situation, what would I want them to do? Would I want them to stay or would I want them to leave? And it's like, of course I would want them to stay. Of course. So why would I think that me leaving would benefit them? Why would I wonder if they would miss me? Of course they'd miss me. And then I started thinking of my little brothers and how if I did that, 
I wouldn't get to see them grow up or get to see their life or even ever see them again. That was really sad to me. And also Lauren was so good to me too. And it's like, I couldn't do this to him either. People say suicide is such a selfish thing. But I think people only say that when they don't realize how brave it is for a suicidal person to be here every single day. Like the, if someone has suicidal thoughts and they're still here, well, they're so brave. They are so brave because it's so hard to continue to be here. Especially for people who just want to go, but they know that their family doesn't want them to. So they're still here because of their family. Like, I'm just so amazed because that takes so much strength to keep going. And when I was going through it, I also had thoughts of, you know, I only live a hundred years if I'm lucky, (laughs) if I'm lucky. So I guess that's not that long. So I think I can make it through. I also start thinking of the things I wanted to experience like skydiving and traveling the world and things like that. And yeah, watching my siblings grow up and everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm at least going to experience this. And I die eventually anyway. This life is not forever. The thing about depression for me is that when I'm in that feeling, I'm in in that moment, I feel like I'm going to be living in that moment forever. But it's so not true. I have so many emotions in a day, so many feelings in a day. If there's anything true about emotions and feelings, it's that they're always moving. They're always changing. They're never the same. So when that hard feeling comes up, now I'm able to detect now that it's just passing through. I know this isn't forever. I don't even remember the feelings I had last week or a month ago or a year ago. They're completely different than what I'm having right now. So it's like even though the feeling that's coming up is hard, I want to be able to feel it and experience it. I don't want to push it down because pushing it down isn't going to make it go away. It's just going to make it come up even heavier for me. So I've been learning to truly embrace it and feel it, but I don't need to act on it. We're human. We're not robots. We're going to have emotions come up and they're meant to be felt. Jim Carrey talks about how depression is your body's way of saying, I'm so done playing this character. I just want to take this mask off. And I feel like that's so real. It's like I'm just done being this way just want to be myself. I just want to live my life and I just want to be happy too. I feel like when I stop judging myself, when I stopped judging myself for being hard on myself and having those depressive thoughts when my life was so beautiful, it's like that's when the feeling, when I started feeling lighter. Because the feeling of judging myself and making myself feel guilty and shame for having those thoughts made me feel so, so heavy. So when I just started saying, okay, yes, 
my life is beautiful right now and I am going some going through some hard times. But I'm just going to feel him instead of resisting him. That's when the feelings started to move through my body. I started to have one thing after another come through and it just gave me so much more empathy for myself. Gave me a lot more empathy. And for me, the fear of feeling the hard feeling is a lot worse than the actual feeling itself. <laughs> because once I'm feeling that scary emotion that I'm afraid of feeling, once I feel it, it's like only there for maybe a minute, sometimes longer if I'm really resisting it. But once I'm actually feeling it, I just feel it and it's there and it's so heavy, it's so heavy, it's so heavy, and then all of a sudden whew, it's lighter. Life really can change. Emotions will change. Things will change. You're never in one thing forever. Just think of how different your life is from it one year ago, from five years ago, maybe even 10 years ago. It's not the same at all. There's so much future ahead for things to change, for things to turn beautiful and so many, like, so many beautiful things to experience. So if you're going through just now, if you're going through it right now, thank you for being here. Thank you for staying. I know it's hard. But you're not alone in this. Please reach out to a family member or a friend. Get professional help. Please reach out. You're not alone. There really is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to decide or be hopeful that you want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because I kind of talked about it when I was going through it with people, but it's like I didn't want to hear advice. I didn't want to hear feedback. All I wanted was to be heard. I just, I didn't want someone to change me to make me be a certain way. I didn't want to be changed. It's like, I want to be in these emotions. I want to be in these feelings. And when I decide to change them, I will. But I can't do that right now. I'm not going to do that right now. I just want you to be here for me and hold space for me. So I'm so grateful for the people who have been there for me in my life. And I'm grateful for my therapist too, who really held space for me in that too. But once I decided that I wasn't going to do it and that I was going to stay, even though I'm going through a hard time, that's when things really started to shift for me. That's when I was able to feel my emotions and have the burden lift off me because I was able to be hopeful again. I was able to dive into things again because I knew that I was going to be here. And life is so short. I might as well live it while I'm here because I'm going to eventually die anyway. (laughs) You are so loved. You are so worth it. I know this is freaking cheesy, but the best really is yet to come. The best is yet to come. You will have your head above water again if you decide to keep going, if you decide to go another day. I know I don't know what you're going through. I know I don't know your situation. Maybe give yourself permission to be hopeful for the future. 
if you want, if you can. You are wanted. It is possible. It is so possible for you to make amazing memories for some new people to come into your life, to meet some new friends. Think of all the people you haven't even met yet that are going to come into your life. That when you meet them, you can't imagine not knowing them. (laughs) There's so many beautiful things ahead, but you're still worthy and you're still loved even though you're still going through it. And if all you need is just a listening ear, please reach out and find someone who you can trust so you can talk to. Someone who doesn't think you have to change in order for them to love you. Just someone who you can talk to. Someone who will listen and love you for exactly as you are. I know it's hard. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you. Thank you for staying. So September is Suicide Awareness Month, but it's also the month of when my friend Brian passed away by suicide as well. So yes, this discussion is hard, but I'm glad we're having it. And thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for listening. And as I close out this podcast, I wanted to read a poem that I wrote shortly after he passed away. So here's my poem. When you talk about my life and the things you remember, don't just go back to that night in September. Sometimes we don't get an answer, and sometimes that's okay. Because the truth is, the answer was always there. It's not too far away. And the answer is, I'm not gone. I'm still here. You can hear me in people's laughter. You can see me in their tears. When they talk about the memories and all the good good times we had, I'm there when you miss me. It's okay to feel sad. Maybe I can be a message that mental illness is real. Let the word get out. It's real when someone feels alone, scared, and self-doubt. Suicide is real and avoiding it won't make it go away. I hope my words help someone continue for another day. Depression is real. Mental illness isn't someone looking for attention. And I won't forget to mention that sometimes their pain is silent and will go unheard. So a little gesture could help or maybe even save someone, like a hug, a smile, or a kind word. Let people know you're happy that they're here. Let love be shown. What you're feeling isn't uncommon. You're not alone. You heard me talk about my dreams, but I also had demons in my head. Even though I woke up this morning, it's still hard to get out of bed. Just know that it's not too late. There is a road to healing There is more than just the sadness you're feeling. You may not believe it now. Just know that it's true. And I'll be the first to start. And I'll start with that I love you. Let's help prevent suicide numbers on the rise. There's too many loved ones we miss. Instead, 
let's raise awareness. Thank you so much for being here. And if you need help, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. Love you guys. And thanks for joining my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you feel called to, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash manifestmoremagic. You can also follow me on Instagram at manifestmoremagic. And don't forget to tag me on your stories. Love you guys. Mwah.